This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Are you ready to get the crap scared out of you? Yes. Let's go. And now, here's another terrifying episode of Terror Tales. <laughs> There's nothing better than this segment. People look forward to it every year. Yeah. And it is creepy. Even your daughter, she listens to our podcast every night before she goes to bed. And I was like, Terror Tales are back. She's like, no, I get so scared. <laughs> this submission uh, just came in a couple days ago. Christy. Okay. Romy, if you have a scary encounter. Anything, we want to hear about it. And it could potentially make its way. Yeah. Onto the show. And even let us know if you're comfortable with us giving you a phone call and drop your digits because uh, we do get some listeners on to tell their stories as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. So just email your stories for now at Ryder. Ryder at play107.com. Two summers ago, our family went with another family to Fernie, B.C. We stayed in their family friend's 100-plus-year-old house that had previously burned down in the mid-1910s and was rebuilt. My daughter was young, around three, almost four at the time. When we arrived at the house, there was a teenage girl there finishing up the cleaning in preparation for our visit. She left before dinner time, and we all had a good first evening there. The next morning, I got up early, and my daughter and my infants, with my daughter and my infant son, while everyone else kept sleeping. We had slept on the second floor of the house in this massive room with a queen bed and two bunk beds. When we got downstairs to watch TV, my daughter asked me, where did that girl go? To which I replied, thinking she was talking about the cleaner, that she had left right after we got there and we all said goodbye to her. My daughter said, no, not that girl. The girl who is sleeping in our room. What? No. Christy says, I have tears writing this. I can't uh, talk about it without tearing up. I stayed calm while I was freaking out inside and asked what she was talking about. She told me that a lady had climbed up into the top of the bunk bed next to her, said hello to her, and then went to sleep. Beside her? Mm Mm-hmm. She told me that she was nice to her. When I low-key suggested that perhaps she was dreaming, she matter-of-factly said, No, mummy, it wasn't a dream. It was real. She kept asking to go upstairs to see... And I had to shut the idea down. I then had to sit there for over an hour waiting for anyone else to wake up. At every sound you hear, you're so scared. When they did, I had my daughter tell them what happened. She again told the story in a very matter-of-fact way and wasn't bothered at all by it. We stopped talking about it around her for the rest of the day. We texted the family friends who owned the place to say we needed to talk to them. They immediately called and knew something had happened. Oh no, they know. They told us where the sage was in their house and that it wasn't the first time someone had had a creepy experience there. Later that night when my husband and I both put our daughter to bed because I refused to go in there alone ever again, she got into her bed and literally just stared at the top bunk for like 30 seconds. It's as if she knew what she saw the night before wasn't real. Her stare, oh her stare up there still haunts me. No. She, she dropped it and never mentioned it again, but I, it obviously will haunt me my whole life. 
Submission from Christy. Well, Christy is a great storyteller, first of all. I don't know if I could handle that moment that parents deal with that when their kids say something creepy and you have to keep it together. Mm. Uh Uh-uh. I'd be like, ah, it's a ghost. I'd like be the worst parent in that situation. (laughs) It's Play 107. Nobody is surprised to hear that. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Certain things just give you that breath that can melt someone else's shirt off. (laughs) And it happened to Ryder last night. Ah, nobody took their shirt off. Well, sorry. I meant like the smell happened and it's still happening today. Like, do we have room spray in the studio? Are you kidding me? I can smell you. No, you can't. Okay. You're lucky I'm a mouth breather. We look like one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so get your suggestions in. Honorable mentions. We're counting down the top seven foods that give you bad breath. Are you looking at the text line right now? Yeah, Derek hit us up and said garlic bread. It, it almost made the list, I'll be honest. Okay, so this text um, from Faye says, how about brushing your teeth? Ooh, I love a good rider burn. That doesn't give you stinky breath. No, meaning like oh. to get rid of it. Sometimes, though, I did. you can brush. You can use the highest quality of a mouthwash and it's still yeah i brushed my teeth and then i woke up in the middle of the night and my dog was like face to face with me because he liked the smell of my meaty breath he's like bring it on (sighs) he was mouth breathing too just getting everything in (laughs) gross uh all right coffee is suggested yeah Yeah. especially when you're a kid if you have like a teacher that has like really nasty coffee breath. And, and they'd they, always have like their lipstick stains on the corner of their coffee cup. And they like lean over to help you with something. And, and it you're just, just like, why do people drink coffee? And yeah. now I'm like shotgunning one before work. Yeah, I'm like hooking it to my veins. Yeah, Danny says uh, <laughs> that I had a teacher with stank breath who would get really close to me. There you go. So yeah, we, we get I'd that. I'd be breathing her breath, says Danny. That's so funny. John says Subway onions stay in ya for days. Ooh, honorable mention to Subway onions and A&W onions. Also Subway's herb and whatever the heck, herb and cheese bread. Herb and garlic, yeah, I think. No, it's like a herb and, it's like oh, a cheesy right. herb or something. Che- cream cheese, yeah. And I don't know what the herb is, but... She nasty. It's a lingerer for sure. At number seven for the top seven worst food breaths, we have Cool Ranch Doritos. Yes. At number six, we have Liverwurst. Sounds like the worst. You just get super grossed out by Liverwurst, but it's delicious. Yeah. If you're going to be eating that, eat it in private. Eat it in the pantry facing away from other people. Yeah, number four, we have pot stickers for Mm -hmm. some reason. Well, specifically the Costco ones. Never forget, I went bar hopping with my friend Rebecca. Yeah, I'll drop her name. I don't care. And we were on the prowl that night. I'm not going to lie. She kept belching. And I was like, what does that smell? She like cleared out the pint downtown. I'm not even joking. Like people are like, why? People are like, it, what's that smell? Are they are they cooking indoors? And I was those like, it's sausages? Her. I was like, it's this chick. I don't know her. I don't know who brought this chick. She's not with me. Is what I said. At uh, at number four, we have Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I feel like you can mask it with honey drizzle, though. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Probably not. Another honorable mention here: hard boiled eggs. <sighs> okay, I was on a four hour flight. And the woman beside me pulls out a Ziploc bag with eight 
hard-boiled, maybe six. It might have been six. Six hard-boiled eggs and just ate them raw dog right beside <laughs> me. Like, no salt and pepper on it. No microwave to, like, warm them up a bit. Just cold and... Not She pickled. was, like, making the pickled. noise, just popping them home. Yeah. And then guess what the rest of the flight smelled like? Eggs. Mm. Yeah, that... Uh... That almost made the list. <laughs> At number three, we have the Union Hall Kielbasa. Uh-huh. So this is the uh, hot dog <laughs> cart that used to be outside Union Hall. They were so good. Remember? Because uh, they were so seasoned. The uh, first night I met you. I don't like talking about this. You had the worst breath I've ever smelled in my life. And yep. I was like, this girl that has radio aspirations. Mm-hmm. Has horrible, horrible who's breath. Who's super funny on Twitter. I guess, you know, something's got to be wrong with her. Turns out. Turns out it's her breath. It was the hot dog I ate outside of Union Hall before coming in to an event that either you were hosting. Yeah, or yeah. It was like some DJs were spinning that night that worked for, for the station at the time. And I mean, when you're in a loud, dark club, you kind of have to close talk to people. And it took Ryder about seven years to confess to me that the first time we met, I made a horrible impression because my breath was so bad. So just a heads up, that's what those do to you. Yeah, like if I would have had a blowtorch on me, (laughs) I would have burned my own nostrils after. (laughs) At number two, we got the Donair. The Donair. That's what I had last night. That's the victim. Yeah, everybody was the victim. Wait, My whole, not the victim, the culprit. The sorry. culprit. Everyone else around you were victims. Like this morning, still. Yeah, that's uh Dan just wrote in. Don't air with onions. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, at number one, this is the top seven list of things that give you the worst breath. And then we're doing the cue to call for Taylor in Tokyo, just <gasps> yes. a heads up. Okay, let's get to it. Number one, Costco hot dogs. Yep. $1.50. It's just something about them. The price will never change and neither will that smell. Good point. It's true. That, like he said, the owner of Costco is like, we can inflate prices, but we're not touching the hot dog. Like when somebody brought that to him in a meeting where they're like, we need inflation. We need to make yeah. more money. He like slammed his fist down on the table. And then just blew his hot dog breath at their face. He was face. like, we will never <laughs> change the price. Lisa is not here. For the sphere. I am not interested in the Las Vegas sphere that everyone's talking about and sharing videos of. When I first saw the videos of the sphere. <laughs> sphere. I, sphere. Yeah, no, sphere. It I, sounds cooler. It actually gives me so much fear when I see the sphere. Um, when I first saw the videos from it, I, I saw all the same ones of like the backdrop was just the like barren desert uh-huh. in Las Vegas with that huge flag flying in the wind. Oh, I didn't and see that one. I actually thought that there was just a new stadium uh-huh. that opened up to the desert. And I was like, that can't be good in the wind. Cause I just thought of all the sand you'd be eating. No, it's just a photo or like a video in the background behind the stage. It's like th- millions of little led light bulbs that create the art in the background. And it is spectacular. If you want to see a video of what the Las Vegas sphere is right now, I can send it directly to your phone. Just send us a text. They have turned it into a pumpkin for Halloween festivities. And yeah, it's a concert venue. Mm-hmm. And the first band to play in it was U2. So everything about this is terrifying because you know how I feel about you too. Yeah, you're not a big fan. Not a fan. And I also have something called megalophobia, which is a fear of large objects. That's why I can't flex around Lisa. Yeah, I just scream and run away. But 
this sphere, which I'm sure you could see when you're flying into Vegas, no problem, mm-hmm. through the airplane. Side note, another thing I can't look at. If I'm getting on a plane, if I see the plane first, I'm not getting on it. Out of sight, out of mind. Megalophobia, it's a thing. But the sphere is so huge. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's cool. And it's futuristic, but it is it's jarring to look at for me. The uh, the seats on the inside apparently super steep as yeah. well. See, so you wouldn't like heights. that. You're scared of heights. You're scared of everything. No. So what? Like, just don't go. How's that sound? I won't. Good. Have Great. fun staying at home. When no. I land, free tickets to the Sphere. No, I'll be at, I'll be in the pink flamingo. I'll be gambling. But not above the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> I do get dizzy. I get vertigo. Okay, lots of people are texting and wanting the link. To see the it's, Las Vegas sphere. It's I'm pretty amazing. It. Yeah. So, like, they'll just, it's a, a visual lights show. Yeah, and they can switch it up. It originally was like an eyeball. Remember, right. remember when it was first launched? Everyone's like, what is that huge eyeball staring at me? And then it was so funny. People were posting videos of it from their hotel room, being like, why is this eyeball judging everything I'm doing yeah, yeah. in Vegas? I thought everything that happens here stays here. That eyeball is going to. Tattle. And then it changed to a smiley face, so it can be a visual light show on the outside and on the inside even more spectacularly. Yeah, but don't look at it if you have megalophobia. Or vertigo, or, or fear afraid of heights, heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or don't like you too. Lisa's <laughs> such a good time in Vegas. <laughs> $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Yeah, it is. We have Riley on the phone. Caller 7 gets to play. Ryder, do you want to break down how the 1K wordplay works for those that are perhaps tuning in for the first time? Riley is going to choose probably me or Lisa to leave the room. They become her teammate. They won't be able to hear any of her answers. Round 1. We'll give Riley five words. She tells us the first word that comes to mind for each. Keep in mind, her teammate does not know those words, cannot hear anything. We'll invite that teammate back in to play the same game for every answer that matches. It's 25 bucks. But if you hit them all, it's 1,000. Riley, who are you picking today? Yeah, who's your teammate? (laughs) I am going to pick Ryder. Whatever. (laughs) Get out of here. I'm so good at this game. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so Riley, I will start your 25-second timer right after I say the first word. Good luck. Thanks. Just waiting until he's completely out of the studio. Door is closed. All right. Riley, what comes to your mind when I say blood? Um, tight. Onion. Oh, my goodness. Um, onion. Can I pass? Yep. Ziploc. Bag. Thanksgiving. Turkey. Shed. Outside. Uh, onion. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite answer in the history of 1K wordplay, but I am a little worried. I don't know Me if too. I don't know if Ryder. I don't know if Ryder will, know will get the memo, but that was hilarious. I think you just made so many people's day. Okay, Ryder. Good luck. Oh my goodness. I have no idea what's happening. We're going to start off uh, with this one. I think you're going to get it. What comes to mind when I say Ziploc? Bag. 25 bucks, Riley. (laughs) (laughs) I am obsessed with your last answer. We're going to save it for last. Okay, Ryder, what comes to mind when I say Thanksgiving? (sighs) 
I, I gotta go with turkey. 50 bucks? Yeah! No way. I That's love awesome. that. I love it. I was it. worried about that one. <laughs> what comes to mind when I say blood? Um. Go with your gut. Red? Type. It's okay. We've got 50 bucks. Yeah, that's good. That one was hard. That, that, it was hard today. I agree. What comes to mind, Ryder, when I say shed? Garden? She said outside. That one was a struggle. Yeah, that one was silly. <laughs> but we've got 50 bucks. I don't know if we're going to send Riley home with more with this next one, but I'm very excited about it. Apparently, I have to think outside the box <laughs> yes, a little for do. this one. Okay. You do. Uh, now, I will say... Earlier, when you sent Ryder out and you guys were all like, oh, we're so cool as a team. Just so you know, if this was a word that Ryder chose, I would also <laughs> say what Riley said. What comes to mind when I say onion? <laughs> um, You're not going to get it, so just say a word. <laughs> Breath? Shrek. Oh, God. <laughs> It's so funny because as soon as you said it, I was like, Ryder's not going to get it. He doesn't watch movies. <laughs> that is the best. I'm so glad I said that. I could not Me think of anything else. Well, even our text line is like laughing so hard. So thank you for the entertainment, Riley. You picked up 50 oh, bucks. You're so welcome. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Next chance to play is tomorrow morning at 7.50. That was so great. It, I'll be honest. I pretended to get it when no, I laughed you there. Have no, you have no, no idea what that even means. No, I don't. It's Linky, it's Linky. And what you gonna do when the Hulkster and his Hulkamaniacs run wild on you? Ha! Uh, yeah, I killed me. Ryder and Lisa's Nostalgia. Brought to you by Sweet Convenience. Only on Play 107. So all you have to do is vote on the text sign whose list hit you in the feels more, who brought you back to your childhood, a more simpler time. And everyone that votes on the text sign is qualified to win a gift certificate to Sweet Convenience, Edmonton's best candy store. More simpler, a little bit redundant. What? A more simple time or a simpler time. I think both work. Listen, I know you get competitive, but yeah. you don't have to be rude. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. First on my list, field trip day at school when you finally get to sit on the bus with your friends. Hearing about that kid who collected enough Pepsi points to get the jet. <laughs> Spying on your siblings and thinking you were such a detective by keeping notes on what they were doing. When in reality, they were just sitting there listening to their Discman or watching much music. Ooh, riveting. When you'd get a loony in your lunch kit for the pot machine instead of a warm juice box. Jackpot. Didn't you throw out your loony once? Still think about that. I know. You're like, Mom, I didn't get a drink today. She's like, I put a loony in there. And you're like, I threw out that paper bag. I honestly still think I was rattled for, I mean, it's been 30 years. <laughs> Going to a friend's house after school to discover... New after-school snacks, just exploring their pantry. All right, I've got one about being at your buddy's house, too. Okay. Being super weirded out when their parents would get really mad at them in front of you. Oh, nothing worse. <laughs> I had a family friend, my mom's best friend, would drive me to dance because her daughter also had dance class at the same time, and they would just scream at each other. And yeah, I would yeah. just sit in the back seat, so uncomfortable. Awesome. Dropping your pillowcase of candy off at your house after trick-or-treating to go right back out to try to fill it again. And my last one is uh, having to pull your pants up 
and no longer expose your underwear when you were about to see your grandparents. <laughs> Tie the belt. Yeah. Get the belt. Okay, let's spitfire our lists real quick so people can uh, vote on the text line. Do you want to go first? Sure. Hearing about that kid who collected enough Pepsi points to get the jet. When you'd get a loony in your lunch kit for the pop machine, being super weirded out when your buddy's parents would get mad at them in front of you, and having to pull your pants up and no longer expose your underwear when you were going to see your grandparents. Field trip day when you got to sit on the bus with your friends, spying on your siblings, thinking you were such a detective, but really they were doing nothing interesting. Going to a friend's house after school to discover new after-school snacks and dropping your pillowcase of candy off at your house to go trick-or-treating all over again. Anybody who votes, 780-784-7107, whether it's for Lisa or myself, is qualified to win a gift cert to Sweet Convenience. Yep, so we're going to just scroll through. First of all, we got to count up the votes to see who won because yeah, yeah. Ryder cares way too much about that. And uh, we'll randomly select someone. Well, it wouldn't be much of a contest if we didn't check the results. Well, you just like, you can get a vibe off the text line. Like right now, it's obvious that I'm in the lead. No. But like, if we actually were to count it, you never know. Yeah, it wasn't close. Uh, 82 to 32 is what I got on last calculation for you. Yeah, I think it was the Halloween candy in the pillowcase that really uh, hit people in the field. Although, as you were reading me the votes, yeah. to which I write down, I will say you were just looking at me and going, Lisa, no, Lisa, Lisa true. for a bit. Ryder. Well, you are so competitive. It makes me sick. Anyway, congratulations to Aaliyah, who is the winner of the Sweet Convenience gift card today. Be listening next week. Same thing goes. Nostalgia off every Thursday. Thanks to Sweet Convenience. Also, I'd like to point out that your vocal level changes when you're reading. You're like, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. So you're saying that I'm a liar? Ryder. Lisa. (laughs) Ryder. That's just my voice. It's a new documentary that you're very excited about, Lise. Yeah, I am. I've always been very curious about the Beckhams and what their life is like. So there's a Netflix documentary. I'm pretty sure it's just called Beckham. And it's going to be them sitting down with interviewers and just talking about their life and their kids and how they met and how famous they both were when they were. like They were at like the peak of their careers when they met. They were yeah. the it couple. Well, they were the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Exactly. Like... Except for he was arguably the best soccer player in the world at the time. Yeah, and how they talk about each other in the short clips that I've seen, how they met and how into each other they were immediately is pretty wholesome. So I'm I'm excited. Well, it's interesting, too, because I, I know a couple of their kids are pretty famous, but they're famous in things that I don't really keep up with. No, they have that one son that's trying so hard to be like a singer and then a chef and then it's... It's rough. It would be tough it's to be so raised hard. by two people that found f- fame that exponentially. And you're just trying to find your own path, anything yeah. to live up to, not their expectations, because they seem like very supportive parents, but mm. you're riding their coattails for sure. They've uh, dropped a little teaser clip here. and They're real. This is a real couple. She's she's trying to sound like a real, relatable human, though. And And he is eavesdropping on her closed-door conversation with the interviewer, and he calls her out. into the room and makes her, like, fess up that she's lying to the camera. Here it is. I (laughs) I hope the uh, audio is crisp enough here. Okay, yeah, let's try it. Working class. Be honest. I I am being honest. honest. I am being honest. What kind of idiot driving to school 
So my dad Yeah. You can't really hear. Can you so hear? basically she's saying Sorry. We, we grew up like a working class family like and then d- he bursts into the room he's like you need to stop lying be honest and she's like I am being honest and he's like what car did your dad drive you to school in every day and she's like well it depended on the day and then she finally fesses up she's like okay so my dad had a Rolls Royce <laughs> <laughs> and then David goes, exactly, thank you, and he slams the door and leaves. Like, I'm so excited for this documentary. Well, if they're willing to, like, be, on, like, be honest and call each other out on BS. Like you're making that up. That's not true at all. It's some of these, so funny. Some of these documentaries come out, and it's just, like, <laughs> fluff. You can tell it's yeah. just what they want to project, you know? Like, even, like, uh, you wonder sometimes <laughs> the money that's powering, the decision makers that are powering the release of it, because quite often it's like There's to, a motive. to save a celebrity who's yeah. like losing their cool or to try to bring a celebrity into a, you know, a new demographic with popularity wise. Like you look back at the Bieber documentary and I was like, man, I love this kid. Well, and it accomplished a goal. It did because a lot of people were like, oh, like Bieber's not cool. And then it, you watch it and how hard he worked right. during his first tour at such a young age, and you're like, oh, I can respect this kid. But I like the ones that are legit more, like this, by the look of it, where they're like, you didn't come from a middle-class family. Your dad had a Rolls Royce. (laughs) Awesome. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.